I'm Aurier Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. There's less than a week left in this regular season. With so much action going on, hot topics to discuss, it's time we dive in and chat all things WNBA. like our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content on windsider.com that's windsider.com if you're looking for a fun way to enjoy the w join windsider over on playback for our WNBA watch parties it's a live stream of the game enjoy the fun we do some giveaways The link is playback.tv forward slash Winsider. That's playback.tv forward slash Winsider. And mark your calendars September 11th after the WNBA regular season has concluded and before the playoffs begin. We'll be doing a live taping of the Winsider show on Playback. Uh, Make sure you join us. The link is playback.tv forward slash Winsider. Welcome to the Winsider show. Honored to be back with Hall of Famer Rachel Galligan. Stop it. (laughs) Um, Rachel, a pretty wild weekend in the W. I mean, in the sense of there's some talkable things to talk about, talkable stuff, talkable stuff. We've got a week left. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, I guess, from that sense. I mean, it's getting heated, right? Like, I feel there's a very intense race going on for that last eight seed we saw dallas and minnesota lock in uh the fourth and fifth team to lock in playoff spots over this past week indiana has been uh what's the term has been thank you (laughs) it's been a long weekend Uh, has been eliminated from playoff contention um and we see dc go on a hot streak a cold streak uh we we've seen oh no it's it's to me this is kind of while it's a little bit more dull, it's this is my one of my favorite parts of the regular season because the beginning of the of the season, it's so much of what well, we don't know yet, right? We can't judge them because maybe that was a fluke, maybe it wasn't a fluke. And that's like the whole, I don't know, voice in my head going up until the halfway mark. And then you get to the halfway mark and it's like, okay, teams have established themselves. And now where we are today. It's kind of like you can look at the whole season as a whole um, and really think about what we've learned about these teams, what we've seen, what teams excel in, what players have grown uh, to new heights. And, and I just think it's it's an exciting time because it's also a time where, I don't know, I, my my ears start, you know, my mind, my wheels start rolling thinking about free agency and all that jazz. And, uh, you know, one day how you and I are going to, manage a team to a WNBA championship. But um, do you feel like you've learned anything particularly in this past week or weekend? I'm, I, I re reminded myself about the vast amount of inconsistencies we've seen throughout the course of this entire season. Mm. I mean, a week ago we were talking about the mystics, like they were getting ready to turn it on and they were healthy and they, and they were going to, you know, Oh man, look, who's going to have to play the mystics in the, in the playoffs. And then they go 
lay an egg against LA without NECA, you know, and it's like, how does that happen? You know, like, I, I don't understand this Mystics team. I genuinely do not. I don't. I don't understand this team. Again, Elena Deladon being in and out, you know, they have battled a lot, a lot you know, some, a lot, some injuries and back and forth, you know, and again, the injuries are just a, a small microcosm of a lot of the injuries. LA's bat- battled injuries. I mean, you know, we could, we could go down the line, but, you know, I look at like that Mystics team again, a week ago, when the last time we were recording, we're feeling one type of way. You even had them having a big win. Like you picked them to who, who'd you, who'd you pick them to be? She's only bringing this up because Rachel has taken a all season been losing in Pickham and somehow at the very end uh, yeah. takes the lead. Yep. Two game lead. Yes. I, I had them after a couple wins taking on the aces. The aces were looking a little bit struggly. Yeah, they were struggling um, and the Mystics looked good. And I thought that was a solid pick. I genuinely did. But then, nope, here we go. You know, like it's a rough week. And then I look at Dallas. I mean, I love this Dallas Wings team, but then there's moments where you're just like, I can't go that extra jump with them because then they go lose to the fever. Now, granted, is a little bit of that, like, we're secured, fever have nothing to lose, it's a little bit of a trap game, you know, it's just, you know. It's definitely a trap game. You you look at Dallas, you know, in the month of August, and it was win a game, lose three, win three, lose two, win two, lose one, you know, like, there's, there's just some inconsistencies here with this team that just like, I want them to take that extra jump. Like whatever that jump is, like just one extra step to find a little more consistency. But again, I love this team. I think they've got a ton of talent. Um, Satu is, is, has been phenomenal to watch all year long. I love the play of McCowan and Brown. I mean, I, I really do enjoy this team, but there's just something inconsistent about them, especially on the defensive end of the floor. But that's, that's besides the point. So. I said this week, now that we're looking back (laughs) with one week left, just the inconsistent reminder of what this season has been across the board, Mm -hmm. you know? And then how about like LA, they drop a really tough game to the Chicago, to the Chicago sky on a really, really tough, no call down the stretch. And like a lot of people, it's like, man, this is the season that's over. This sucks. And then they end up, you know, beating the mystics and they're still barely hanging on They're They're a game ahead. Chicago, you know, for that final spot in the playoffs, like it's going to be really interesting. Like it really is going to come down to next Sunday and, and yeah. who makes this playoff. It's going to be wild. And, you know, to your point, I think, look, Dallas, Dallas is like an old time boxer who's past their prime fighting, excuse my language, low level or crap fighters to try and get up to full game speed to get that last <laughs> shot at the moment. Dallas or Washington. I'm talking about Washington. Okay. Sorry, did I say Dallas? Okay. I'm in DC. Um, that that's who they are to me. It's like we know what they can be. It doesn't matter what happens from here on out. And honestly, if I'm them, I almost and I've been saying this. I almost wanted them. Like I think it's better for them to drop because if they're in a lower seed, they're going to face one of those top teams, and I think they match up when healthy. And obviously it all comes down to health and, and whether or not Elena Deladon has, you know, is healthy, but also has played enough games. And that's where I get to this, like, you know, fighting lower seated fighters to get ready because she needs to be able to play and impact. And when you're coming off an injury and you're playing your first few games, your legs aren't there. Your, your body just isn't at, you know, that game ready level. 
And so for me, it's like, we just need to get Delhi some reps. We just need to get her comfortable and ready to roll come playoff time. Um, obviously, they haven't, as we've discussed, they haven't clinched playoffs yet. So they need to do that also. Realistically, it's pretty unlikely that they've they lost, don't make the playoffs. I don't know. They've lost two in a row. Okay, they play Phoenix, which, like, okay. I I don't even know what to say about that whole situation right now. That's, that's, there's a lot. Phoenix is like the new Indiana fever. <laughs> you know, it's a lot to unpack with that. But, you know, it's, would, would it be completely unusual for, for, you know, Phoenix to go off and end up winning that game? It's totally possible. Um, and then Washington's got to face the Atlanta Dream. That's a huge game. Those, those two are, you know, pretty much neck and neck in the standings. That's a huge one. And then they'll wrap up the season next Sunday against the New York Liberty at New York. So it's a big week. Big week for yeah. Washington. I have no idea what direction it's going to go. Like you, you say, like put your money down. What's going to happen? I genuinely, I have no idea. I, I don't know what to make, what to make of this team. But that's why, that's why they're Washington, right? Like, the, and, and I think realistically, if anything this season does, is it kind of opens up Washington's eyes to the reality of the situation of their franchise and they need to make some changes this off season. Um, but a little rant, actually, you know what, before we go on this rant, Arike, man, like, can we just talk about it? Post-game press conference, a fair question is asked to head coach Latricia Trammell, I think at least from the media, asking something to the effect of, you know, look, there's multiple times that no calls happen or something happens and, and your players are upset visibly. And instead of continuing the play and continuing the game, they end up complaining to the refs, which causes easy buckets for the opponent, which ends up snowballing quicksanding into a loss Um, or, you know, whatever I'm exaggerating, but you get what I mean. Uh, LT basically said, ask the players I've tried and Enrique gets asked it. And this is kind of a situation where like, and you can fully disagree with me, Rachel. Like, I think it's a situation where, you know, maybe we're reading too much into it, but a huge thing for this season has been the buy-in and the accountability. And that's champions are made from buy-in accountability and obviously skill in a variety of different ways and other elements and luck and blah, blah. But like when you can't have the accountability to say something to just like, to say like, Oh, go ask coach. I, I don't know. I, it just, it starts to irk me in the way of like, I've been saying this, that like this is Satu's team and Enrique hasn't shown that leadership and somebody on this team needs to do that if they want to take that next step. And that's just like, to me, it was just like one of those eye roll moments of like, are we really doing this right now when we're trying to make a playoff push? Yeah. Here's the thing. Emotions are running high. You just lost. Fair. fair. You, know, you lost a game that you shouldn't have lost, mm-hmm. you know, at home. Like, so I think there is an element, like for me, I take it kind of with like, a grain of salt given the context of like what had gone down that game. But at the same time, it's not a good look, not a good look for anyone, you know, like just the franchise at all. Like it's because, because, because now you've got fans and people just being like, Oh man, there's going to be a trade. Oh man. I don't see her a part of the organization long-term. Oh man. The, 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 the sky's caving in, you know, like, I don't know. I think there's frustrations. I think sometimes things get said that, you know, get blown out of proportion. It's definitely, I don't think it was handled great. Um, but again, like I I personally kind of chalk it up to like, okay, like not handled well, 
But at the same time, like, then, then, then it's like from a coach's perspective, it's kind of just like, everyone seems frustrated. Everyone seems frustrated because the, the back and forth issues that the wings feel like they've dealt with for the last month, the inconsistencies that I was alluding, alluding to a little bit earlier, you know, and then, and then you top it off with a loss to the fever like that. Like you, you're not feeling great right now, headed into the last week of the season. So now it's just a matter of like, like the team riding the ship a little bit, letting this go, talking it out, allowing those leadership and those accountability type things to run rampant through the entire team. Because Arike needs to be this leader. She needs to be the leader that this team, you know, is, is demanding of her and looking to take that jump. And, and I, and I hope it can happen because I, I love her with this organization. And I feel like for the, for the majority of the season, it, it, it seemed really good there. You know, I, I, it feels like it's a good dynamic with Trammell and her. And it's not like, this is the only thing that was like, okay, that's kind of, that kind of sucks. Well, it felt like, exactly. It felt like they were, they were, they had overcome some things and they were headed in the right direction. And this is like one of those, like, and that's come on. Kind of have to chalk it up to just like, okay, frustrated moments, tough loss. Like for the majority of this season, this team has looked really in tune with one another is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go like freaking out and, and, you know, the sky's caving in in Dallas because of a comment and oppressor after a bad loss, you know, like yeah. I, I'm not that concerned to be honest with you, at least right now. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, okay. The rant I want to do. Right? Like, what? Alyssa Thomas. <laughs> Alyssa freaking Thomas. I mean, okay. So we can go based on stats, like as of now, we can go. I, I just want to, like, as of August 27th, I know that's what, like, seven days ago. So things have changed since then. Um, I started compiling all these stats. I didn't have time before we recorded to update everything. So keep that in mind. But no player in league history has led the league in assists and rebounds. Now, as of August 27th, so essentially with two weeks left in the season, Alyssa Thomas was doing just that. Okay. How, like, how insane is that? We talk about, you know, MVP caliber players and I, I think at a certain point this season, there was a push to include Alyssa Thomas in the conversation, but I almost feel like it was a pity inclusion, if it were, where it was like, yeah, she's doing something great, but Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart are so far above her that she's not actually like, yeah, she's doing great. But here's the thing. It's most valuable player. You can't tell me. You cannot tell me that the Connecticut Sun would be the number three seeded team right now if Alyssa Thomas goes down. No, the impact on the Connecticut Sun that Alyssa Thomas has is incomprehensible. Bottom line, from the minute played to, to the shot creation, shot creation from, from ability to, de- I mean, her presence on the floor is literally the, the success they've had this, this year is it, m- majority because of her. You know, the work she's done and the way she's impacted this mm-hmm. team. So that, again, if we're talking about most valuable player, how does a team change when that player is not on the floor? You know, if that player is out, if there's an injury or they're gone, how much does that impact the team? Again, what, what it's going to come down to with the MVP conversation is going to be, again, how do you judge most valuable player? Is it the best player on the best team? Is it the best player with the best stats on the second to best team? Is it the player that impacts the team the most? and had 
broken a vast amounts of history throughout the course of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why these, we do it every single year. We do this every year. And now it's a different circumstances because Alyssa Thomas, I would say a month and a half ago, it was very just like, Oh, let's, we'll just throw her name in the conversation because she's put up some triple doubles and we'll just like have her in there with Stewie and Asia. Really? I mean, like she should be the favorite for the MVP for the type of impact she's made on this team and the things she's done this season. I just, I don't know if that'll end up being the case, but if we're talking about most valuable player to a top team, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, that's what I'm saying. We're ta- like, we're sitting here, we're talking about how, you know, Asia Wilson has Chelsea Gray, who's one of the greatest point guards of all time, who's crazy insane. Not even talking about Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum. Like, feeding her. And Asia Wilson, like, this is not, like, we're talking creme de la creme, right? Like, this isn't shade at any player. I don't I, I want people freaking out, oh, Ari's going on, going all crazy again, blah, blah, blah. No, like... It comes down to how do you define what is the most valuable player. How do you define what's most valuable player? Because if we're going to have a... If you want to have the conversation about Nafisa being in the conversation, if you want to have the conversation about Jewel being in the conversation, you kind of need to go, okay, but then it's Alyssa Thomas's award. Because at the end of the day... She is doing everything for this team. She she is scoring at a high clip, okay? She is leading, as of today, she is leading the league in rebounds. She is tied for assists per game, okay? She is up there as a top 10, actually, well, sorry, I misread Bree Jones. <laughs> uh, no, 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 she's, t- well, no, I just have to remove Bree Jones from this, but she is a, a top five player when it comes to steals per game. If you even even including players like uh, Rebecca Gardner and Bree Jones, who are still up there technically, uh, like if we just did that stat, she's still a top five player when it comes to that stat. Mm-hmm. Um, like, may she's not shooting at the highest percentage. Her free throw shot is not the mu- most beautiful free throw shot. I get it, but at the end of the day, what she is doing, lifting this team. And continuing the excellency that we've seen throughout the past X amount of years in Connecticut is so beyond impressive. And that's not even talking about the fact that she has produced half. We we keep talking about this like upheaval or this wave of uh, triple doubles in the W this year. Alyssa Thomas has half of those for this year. Alyssa Thomas has like almost half of the triple doubles in league history. Um, She is just doing insane things. Now, I'm not saying that it's completely her trophy, right? I think Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart are making excellent cases for themselves. I think it's going to be very hard for the voters to look past an Asia Wilson 53-point game. I think it's going to be very hard for the voters to look past being a top-two seed. But the question I always ask when it comes to MVP voting is, is this an award that goes to the leader and the best player on the best team or the second best team? Or is this an award that goes to the most valuable player from a contending team? I I, I, I draw the line at contending team. I don't draw the line at top two team. I agree. But also, I mean, can we just talk about the durability? I mean, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, Alyssa Thomas is sitting three minutes a game. She's taking three minutes to rest during every single game. 
Until a couple of games ago, Rachel, she was averaging more than 40 minutes a game because they had a couple overtime games. Unbelievably like <laughs> durable and impactful. You know, it's just it's really it's really amazing the the season that AT has had. I mean, I got And do we mention do we mention the the on off court numbers? It's like not comparable at all between oh, yeah, AT, Stewie and Asia Wilson. Like there's no comparison when it comes to that. I do think for me, I mean, we still have I mean, we got time. We got five days, and there's a lot. I mean, here's the thing: like, I keep, I, I, I put out a little question yesterday about coach of the year. I'm not sure that that's a no brainer. That's not a no brainer. We could no. go down that rabbit hole for a long time. Most improved. I think there's a really good argument for a couple players in that one. MVP. Like, I personally, I'm going to take until the last minute to make my decision. Well, that's what I was going to say. It, no? I'm trying to think here. Besides rookie of the year, is there any award? I, I guess like executive of the year in my opinion, clearly goes Jonathan Cope. Um, <laughs> is there rookie of the year? Clearly Leah Boston. Is there any other award? I like, th- I, I think it's clear to some people that would you be like, this is so obvious, you know, MIP is sobbly, you know, but like, no. So, he, but, but here's the, my rebuttal to that. And I say this with all due respect. Um, well, not respect to you, Rachel, cause why? Um, <laughs> but to anybody else, cause I don't want them to be offended, you know? Um, <laughs> but like, I think if we're not, if if you're sitting here today and you're going, it's clearly Brandis Stewart, it's clearly Asia Wilson, it's clearly, heck, even it's clearly Alyssa Thomas. I think you're not doing it the, you're not, not justice. Like, I don't think it's fair. I think, I think more time should be put in it. It's a whole season award. We still have some games um, and we should be viewing the whole season as whole. So I think. If if you are sold, you can. If someone's saying it's clearly so and so, as of now, that's fine. If you're saying I'm voting for this person, that's where I raise eyebrows because like you can have your favorites, but the season's not done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if New York goes on an absolute tear and Stewie has a freaking phenomenal week, putting up crazy numbers and doing awesome stuff, and they end up somehow stealing that number one seat, am I going to be swayed a little bit? <laughs> yeah, damn right I am. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just I think it's still. With five days left, there's still a lot that, that can be determined, you know. But I, I, I definitely, I mean, it, it, Alyssa Thomas is, I mean, if I had to vote today, Alyssa Thomas would have my vote. Boom. Okay, Rachel. What are we doing? It's that time. We're going to, because you're currently sitting ahead of me by two. It's pick'em time. We're going to do the rest of the season. We're, doing we're going down. We're doing pull tab style. <laughs> Just rip them off. We got Jesus. sparks at sun. See, it's hard. Now you're into a point where like, are, do people just start resting? You know, do people just yeah. start resting bodies because they, you know, um, you know, Connecticut had a tough loss the other night. Kurt Miller coming back into town. I'm going Connecticut. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sky at Fever. Chicago Sky are literally fighting and clawing. And I mean, just, but Fever got nothing to lose. I know, but I, I just don't think Chicago's want to and will right now is going to overpower the fact that Fever had nothing to lose. I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to have to annoyingly agree with that. Liberty at Wings. And do the Wings bounce back after a tough loss? And now you've got a little bit of drama taking place. Or do or does New York kind of keep this hot streak going? Um, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm a little concerned about Dallas right now. I'm going New York. I think they're going to keep it going. Uh, well, I'm down too, so I got to go wings. Um, <laughs> that could go. Well, no, I, I agree with I agree with the Liberty take. Um, but hey, you never know. I mean, the wings show up against you know top contenders. Sure. Mystics at Mercury. <laughs> we know what we're going with. I don't know. Dude. Rachel, stop! Like, you know, that's precious airtime. You're wasting. I know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Storm at Dream. I mean, I, I'm going to go Atlanta. Like, I just again every. They're fighting to stay in to this mix. I mean, or is it better to not be in the mix? I, I just, I like this Atlanta dream team. I think they had a tough loss. I'm going Atlanta. You? I'm going Storm, just okay. as an attempt to uh, to steal one over you. Because okay. in my mind now, we're tied. Or <laughs> I have a one point. No, yeah, now at this point in my mind, we're tied. We're both going Liberty with Sparks Liberty, right? Like, yeah. No question. Dream at Mystics. That's a tough one. Jesus, who freaking knows? Uh, I mean, I... God, I hate this. That's the Mystics' second-to-last game of the season. Keep that in mind. I hate this. I hate this one. This is a really good game. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. I'm going to go Mystics. Home card advantage. I don't know. It's literally flip a coin. It's flip a coin because you just don't know. Yeah, I know. Um... Mystics at home. I got to go with them, too. That's annoying. I was hoping you'd go Dream. Uh, Fever at Sun. Hold on. I'm kind of thinking, should I go Dream instead? Just to mix it up? You're going Dream. All right. Let's do it. I might regret that. <laughs> she might. Hopefully not. Or hopefully, yes. Uh, Fever at Sun. Sun. Yeah. Storm at Wings. Wings. Yep. Lynx at Sky. Lynx. <laughs> sky. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Scott, you got to pick one. We got to pick him. And we're doing a lot right now, man. We uh, are. I'm going Sky. Uh, Aces at Mercury. We're both going Aces. No question. <laughs> if you said Mercury, then you're just like tossing. You're tanking. Um, don't say that. Uh, Mystics at Liberty. God, we got This is the last day. Yeah. Um, Mystics. I mean, I'm going New York. I'm going Mystics only because I think at this point, because the ace, the, yeah. the, well, now you truly are getting into like resting territory. Exactly. And the Mystics are going to possibly need to fight. Yeah. It's not bad. I'll keep so, it New York, but you do Mystics. That's fine. Okay. And then we got Wings at Dream again. We, not again. Sorry. Wings at Dream. Uh, God. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Atlanta. Hmm. What about you? All right. I feel like you I'm, know what I'm going with. <laughs> Tanking. <laughs> Fever hosting the Minnesota Lynx. Not feeling good about this right now. Um, I mean, God love Indiana, but I just don't think. I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's I don't want to do the last day. I don't want to do the nope, last day. Nope. Nope. No Minnesota. cop out on this, Rachel. Minnesota. Yeah, I think we're both going there. Mm-hmm. Chicago is at Connecticut. <sighs> Could be a lot on the line with that game. But I don't think there's going to be a lot on the line for Connecticut. No, exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, do, do I go Chicago? And like Connecticut, it just takes a little time, and like. 
there's Connecticut no, rests like, Alyssa Thomas, maybe. Yeah, like there's nothing on the line there for Connecticut. Like, I guess in terms of like who, who you might want to face down the road. Um, I'm gonna go. Ooh, that's tough. I just I cannot stomach picking Chicago. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I love I love my hometown team, but I can't. I physically I want to, but I can't. I, I'm gonna go Connecticut. I can't do it. Cool. Uh, that works by me because that's going to be the game-changing winner for me. Uh, I'm going Chicago on that, and you can go Connecticut. That's cool. Mercury Aces, I think, even though it's last game, I, I think it could be a trap game, and BG could just go off but because they're sitting half their team. But I don't know. I think i got to stick with uh, with my guns. I'm going Aces. Poor Phoenix. They're just ready to be out. They're ready to be done with the season at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We're going aces. Uh, Sparks at Storm, last game of the season. L.A. For both these teams, possibly. L.A. L.A., interesting, interesting, interesting. I don't know. I think it comes down to whether or not NECA plays. That's where it's questioning. Yeah. I think Jewel Lloyd's just going to cap off the season with something historic. It's like what teams want to just keep playing, like, down the stretch and, like, you know, just play free and have fun or what te- what teams and what players are ready to be done, <laughs> you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, well, we've got it all pinned up, got it marked. We'll see who ends up taking home the Pick'em Cup this year. Um, I'm excited. We'll have to figure out what the loser has to do. <laughs> Rachel, remind me, I forgot real quick. Um, who's your goat? Cynthia Cooper. 